0: Folks, I want to welcome you all to On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, and we're broadcasting from the top of the Habern Building in Louisville, Kentucky. This is Forward Radio, 106.5 FM. And if you want to find out a little bit more about the station, you can go to forwardradio.org. And uh, we're live streaming now. So if you go to that website, click on the button you can listen to us anywhere in the city. Anywhere in the state, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Again, this is On the Edge with K.A. Owens, and I'm K.A. Owens. And we've got I've got two of my uh, 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 potential new programmers here with us today. Uh, Runette Bazell, say hello to the people, Runette.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And Jerry Crawley, say hello to the people, Jerry. hello, hello. Hello. So uh, they were in the in the studio today for a training session. I was listening to some of their stories uh, uh, out, out in the hallway. I was just fascinated by some of the things they've been involved in and some of the things they've done before they, they came to 106.5. Uh, so, uh, Jerry, Renette, the Renette, you want to uh, start? Because I think uh, Jerry recognized you from somewhere out in the hallway and...
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh... Yeah, I told him you was coming, and uh, then he said, I recognize your face. And I'm like, I'm not popular. And then he said something about, um, was it a renaissance? I said uh,
2: Smoketown. Yeah. He said, brought up Smoketown.
1: Yeah, and then he talking about Mama Yah. Mama Yah? Ya. Yeah, Mama Yah. And I was like, oh. And then I thought, okay. And then I said, you know King Clay? He said, yes. I said, oh, Okay. So, Ken Clay had a um, a entertainment business called the Renaissance, where people would dance, uh, play music, model, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used to dance and model. And, and then we start talking about.
2: Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember you all uh, used to come to the Preaching Community Center, which is Grace, uh, known as Grace in Smoketown, Ooh. and on the second floor, I used to come. You know, used to come over there and. Uh, and uh, rehearse. Uh, yes. Barry Stower and George yes. and uh, Lanetta Grimes. Yes,
1: because she was the dance teacher.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and y'all were just, we getting it, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We had a
1: ball, we had people modeling our motto we had people dancing, we had people come. I think it was the uh, drummer. Yes. It was a bunch of children do do the drumming. Mm-hmm. And the drum
2: corps? Yes. Yes.
1: Oh it was really neat. With uh, uh uh um
2: Uncle Jimmy but his name was uh uh, uh Brother Shahid.
1: Mm. Brother
2: Shahid um and uh, a couple other guys they have been drumming Irby and them they would be coming they would drum for you know be those african drums and uh, right. and oh my god it just brings back memories.
1: Yeah cuz we had a ball. I mean you had like all kinds of art things dancing I think people even did poetry yes. and stuff and everything. It was just
2: it wonderful. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was really a, uh, they were really on the forefront of a lot of things back then at that community center uh, that a lot of other uh, community center and a lot of other organizations uh, branched off from of for mm-hmm. that, you know, and spread out through the community. And I, I'm just so thankful that once again, Smoketown. That's the template. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what we do, baby.
0: So we have got some uh, 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 new things uh, now. Are either one of you born and raised in Smoketown, or did y'all just work on projects there? Uh,
2: I was raised in Smoketown. My, okay. My uh, family, um, R.G. May Funeral Home on Chestnut Street. That's my great grandfather. Okay. Uh, that's uh, did a lot for a smoke town and my mother Zephyr Mae Miller they called her the bag lady of Louisville mm-hmm. she made clothes out of garbage bags uh, she did a lot with her artwork uh, in the community and serving and uh, you know just just being a part of the community as a whole uh, and I think that's really what's missing nowadays with uh, Shepherd Square being torn down and what they've been doing across the country, turning down these projects. Uh, the communities that was developed in these projects have just been scattered. And the people are being put in, in areas where they're not familiar, and, um, they go, and they have to adjust. And I think that's what's causing a lot of uh, disconnect with a lot of people and a lot of this violence and stuff that's going on, you know, because they got people coming in from different things and what well, people had a way of doing in their community set up and then other people coming in trying to adjust to that, it causes conflict. But with um, Smoketown, it has always been a, a loving community, a supporting community. And and the Presbyterian Community Center had always been a staple in that, that home away from home, that safe haven uh, when your parents weren't home. Or, uh, that was the babysitter. The community center was the babysitter. And they have taken that away from across the country in, in predominantly black neighborhoods and brown neighborhoods, mm-hmm. the community center. So.
0: Um, so when, when the project that, that you two were talking about, was that in the traditional old brick Presbyterian Community Center building before they shut it yes, down? Not yes, the, the, the red brick. Okay. Yes, yes, that was the building where where Fred Stoner had the boxers and yes, all
2: that. and yes. Muhammad Ali Khalil trained. Ali boxing school right there. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: That 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 right there. And uh,
0: did y'all want to mention? I think they just did something for Fred Stoner
2: recently. Yeah, it mention? was Fred Stoner Day yesterday. June sixteenth is known as uh, Fred Stoner Day, and his uh, granddaughter Siobhan Stoner. Uh, with Demetrius, I can't think of his last name, but he has an organization called uh, Bosses um, Not um, Bangers. Their organization, of young men had, that have been out here in these streets that have changed their lives, doing positive things in the community. They f- feed uh, feeding organizations freely, uh, going out in the community, supporting different things. Um, it was just a wonderful thing. They had a full blown um, real boxing ring in the street.
0: You know, he had some
2: sparring <laughs> inspiring out there. And uh, it was just a wonderful time to have uh, for that to be uh, recognized because Freddie never really got the credit, I believe, that he should have gotten. Uh, but if you ever get to see um, Muhammad Ali, This Is Your Life, it's a European version on YouTube. It breaks down where Joe Martin is brought out And Fred Stoner are brought out to surprise Muhammad Ali about um, being their trainer. And Joe Martin is telling him about him boxing. And so Muhammad Ali says, yeah. He said, well, since you surprised me, I'm going to tell you. uh, I used to go to your gym during the day and then to go to Fred's gym at night because he – he his fighters was more physical and was beating your fighters he had more winners you know and so he said he, he Joe Martin he referenced him he said you had the connection and the complexion but he had the technique you know you know and if you that ever is get so a chance it's so good to know yeah
0: cuz boxing they call it the sweet science yeah. and uh you have to understand it uh uh to be good at it. Yes. I mean, some people are just not smart enough to be good, good boxers. Yes. And, it's a science.
2: And and and, uh, and a lot of, uh, if you ever get to uh, look up the um, Golden Glove history with Fred Stoner's record, he has many Golden Glove champions in several weight classes out there. He also uh, had trained Rudell Stitcher as a middleweight champion uh who uh, lost his life saving uh someone in the ohio river you know but but fred was just a um just a great man on so many levels you know he gave his life to that community and i was so excited that the community uh and his his family took a moment to give back to him and put a light on him that was wonderful just uh just on on the boxing tip uh
0: are there people around today that know boxing the way Fred stoner knows are there are there any of the people that he taught still around who are teaching it the way that he taught it
2: um there are i don 't know if there's anyone teaching it the way that he taught it, but there are a lot of people that showed up yesterday that had been taught by Fred mm-hmm. that came out and that are sprinkled throughout the community um but i don't think um no one is teaching it like fred taught it uh um downtown in the community mm-hmm. you know like like fred did
0: well uh just so important that a lot of our folk have skills in a lot of areas uh and just uh just uh take it to some different things uh you know uh like a lot of folks, my family, you know, has a farm out in the country where nobody lives, but we used to go out there and family reunions and before that people used to live on it. And the people who worked it had knowledge going all the way back that had been handed down. I'm talking about from the 1700s about how to farm. Right. Uh, that is, in the last generation to actually worked the farm. They knew everything. From the past centuries, right up to the 20th and 21st centuries, with you know mechanical equipment and electrical, and so I always uh, regret the fact that i didn 't learn from them, a lot of folks who one of my grand uncles who are dead now, the things that they knew about so many different aspects of uh, of farming uh, and so uh, so it 's the same with uh, boxing. In the sense that there uh, uh, there are uh, black folks who have, you know, learned and taught the sweet science. Uh, that's one of the things about Floyd Mayweather of today is that the Mayweather camp, their family, almost has a style of boxing, sort of has a hit not get hit style yes. uh, of boxing that you really have to understand it. Right. Uh, and so there's a reason that Floyd Mayweather is undefeated and still making millions of dollars you know fighting celebrities because right. he feel like well if, you know and so you've got to know the, the the science i mean uh uh if you don't know the science you can actually get embarrassed yes. uh, i mean uh, uh so uh so but uh yes yes so uh so overnight we don't leave you out here uh <laughs> you don't quite uh, tell us tell us some, some more things about back in the day. You so Renette has all kinds of experience <laughs> uh, I mean before she came to us, I mean she worked at another radio station and uh, I was talking about the equipment today and she said, "Well, when I was there, we used reels." And, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about when you used to work in radio. What was it like?
1: Well, I uh, was going to JCC, uh, learning, um, majoring in communication in early, early child care. And uh, I went to the radio station, WFPL, where Jerry Western was the jazz uh, DJ there. And I interviewed him. And then um, I was talking about, they said something about volunteering. So I started coming back, volunteering, filing the albums and stuff like that. And then um, they had a uh, post up about they needed a a technician. And so I talked to the, the name was Steve, I forgot his last name, the manager. He said, Well, since you are already working here, you you might as well, uh, you know, you're volunteering here, we might as well give you a job. So I started doing that and um, I uh, had had to learn all the, all the, computers and, and I was there at night by myself I was a night technician so I had to learn about uh, and there was two radios there was one in front of you WFPL and WFPK and you had to put the ID in and the shows and the shows was on reels back in those days so you have this big round thing that looks like an album mm-hmm. and you put it on there and you gotta go through this thing to make sure it's on there right and you gotta put it on at the right time and uh, and boy but when there was weather coming like a, a storm or something you have these things going off and you gotta put all that in you gotta take the show off there you gotta put the um The announcer and stuff, so it was interesting, and I had fun, but it was a learning experience, but I loved it, though.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go. That's part of radio history there. So that's uh, a heck of a story to tell. It's such a, of course, now they've got all three of them, uh, all the public radio stations on the one-on-one roof now. Yes. So uh, uh, they've got that... uh, that, uh, the, you know that studio in there Where you can uh, Record and broadcast from Which I mean one of the things I hate since the pandemic uh, They don't do it But they used to have Something called Live Lunch over there Where you go yes. on Fridays uh, yeah, yeah. Go in at 12 noon on a Friday And they would have Usually some local band Not local band Well sometimes it'd be A local band mm-hmm. Sometimes it'd be An out of town band Coming in to perform And you get a chance To hear them There'd be an interview And all yeah. this kind right. of stuff But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, of course, the pandemic is not over, but it would be great if they could come back and uh, start doing some of that thing again. uh,
1: Yeah, I was the last technician because I was at the radio station, well, in the library because the radio station was in the main library at first. Okay. Oh, wow. And then it moved to 4th Street Live, and um, it was like 10 of us, so I was the last one. Went to the one on Fourth Street Live, and did the um, uh, it was the art. It was the new brand WFBK, WFBL, and U of L, and I was there for a while at night again. And I had to put the it was no more reels, so I had to put everything in the system. It was more computerized then. Okay. And so I was the last. <laughs> Of the radio <laughs> station, like a dinosaur. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. <clears throat> like I said, that's that's great to be a part of radio history. There. It was fun. So Jerry, uh, now tell us. Uh, you have some radio history yourself, right?
2: I have a little bit. A little bit of been dibbling and dabbling a little bit. <laughs> uh, I used to be on WKJK 1080. Uh, between I came in between uh, Doctor Joyce Lescher and Dave Ramsey, <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, and then I went on a uh, WLOU uh, for a little bit, and uh, now uh, every now and then I help my cousin, the Bishop, did his lines. We talk mm. at night at ten o'clock on uh, WLLV. You know, community activists uh, as he is, and uh, just opening up the uh, format for people to come and talk. And so, what I always like to do is just use my platform to connect people to people and give people a ear that would have never been listened to or heard. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you take time with one another, r- regardless of what your differences are be it color, social, uh, uh, background or economic, economic background. Uh, we all have something in common, in some form or fashion. You know, we all, we all come in this world one way, and we all bleed, and we all gonna go out of this world the same way, regardless what you have. And if you take time uh, to listen and pay attention, we've all have been through similar things together. It may not be the same exact thing, but we've all been through similar things, and that's why I love this format of radio. Which to me, podcast is just a modern version of radio because it has people listening to people's stories and and um, giving people a voice to be heard. Well, there you go.
0: So, uh, folks, we're listening to uh, uh, this is uh, on the edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens. and are broadcasting from the top of the Haven building in Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky. Um, Got two great guests with me t- today, Br- Brunette Brazel and and, uh, and Jerry Crawley. They're potential new programmers, and they came in to train today. And they have so many interesting stories to tell uh, that uh, decided to do a show with uh, both of them. So, Brunette, uh, so tell us about uh, uh, the show you're going to put on for us.
1: Uh, The show is called The Self-Love Method, and it's for children 5 to 10 years old to teach them how to love themselves deeply because uh, right now there are more children uh, under the age of 9 killing themselves, and that just hurts my heart. And I'm a professional nanny, and I love working with kids. And so I've been... Trying to get this together for a long time, and finally, I'm going to do it.
0: <laughs>
1: right. I think um, uh, the kids now are so much into with with the with the the COVID 19 stuff. We're even put farther apart because a lot of people getting. Um, Putting away from each other Because of that And I think that's hurting A lot of kids too Because The, the gathering Is not like it used to uh, People used to gather at church Gather at the community center Gather at family unions And um, I was past Going to the library And I don't even see In schools out I only really see no kids in there So uh Maybe they're gathered together on my radio show, and then more things will come. Because the children right now, they need a lot of support.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, so, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, 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 tell
2: us about your radio show That's that you got planned for it. Yeah, once again, the, the Jerry Crawley Show is just about being that connection, being that, that gap Um Bringing those ends to the middle, and just letting it be, and and just exposing people to people and circumstances and situations to form a dialogue that we can start getting some type of understanding. It, so that we can start trying to get some wise to the wise, and and just start to try to heal and come together because so much division has been within the the past few years in so many forms of fashion, you know, be it in our communities of tearing down the projects, be it in um, the division of the family unit as a whole, as a black family, uh, be it as the separation, uh, uh, the automation of jobs and jobs being taken away, be it like, like Mr. Annette said, with COVID, uh, changing the game of everything, of, of, being isolated and separated from everything that you've been used to and i uh, just want to use my show to help navigate this new normal that we are uh, navigating and adjusting to and maybe that we can find some type of comfort and commonality in getting through this thing <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's what I, I hope to bring to the table and that the people may enjoy
0: well that's a uh, great uh that uh, you all are uh, bringing your various experiences, uh, prior radio experiences, bringing it, uh, bringing it over here to 106.5 and uh, kind of learning new skills and catching up with the new technology, which you know, the technology is going to change uh, you know, every 10 years and sometimes even quicker. Mm-hmm. And so it's always, uh, it takes uh, a little bit of a learning curve. You know, at this station, uh, it's all do-it-yourself. And so uh, we all uh, record our own shows, edit our own shows, and then upload our own, uh, own shows as well. Whereas at some other stations, they have, uh, uh, you know, engineers who uh, sort of push all the buttons. All you have to do is sort of come in and talk, and then when it's over, you get up and go home. <laughs> and uh, here we do it all ourselves. But that's a good thing, because it forces us to, to learn the technology of today yeah learn new things and uh, and it, it does give you a certain amount of control too if you really want to learn you know editing and uh, some people have music to go along with their shows or use music uh, some people uh, have music coming in and out over their uh, talk shows you know so uh, but uh, there's a way to do all of that uh, uh, and it's it's uh, good for people to uh, uh, you know, take part in a project. They say that uh, project-based learning is the best way for human beings to learn anyway. In other words, if you have something that you're really interested in, and if you have to learn things to do what you're interested in, it goes uh, quicker into your mind than if you're just reading it from a book or reading it from a manual. Because you, you have to learn it to do what you think of is interesting to you and so so this is a sort of straight-up project-based learning right here one the 6.5 yeah. and so you tend to learn the things that you that you think you need to do to make uh, your project uh, successful yeah so uh, that's what we do here uh, so uh, um, are you all uh, good to go uh
2: you learn everything you needed to know yet? And getting yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great teacher on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I just greatly appreciate the opportunity to, to come to this platform, to this table of Forward Radio on 106.5, and, and you all allowing us to be a part of this family.
0: Well, uh, we always need new folks. Uh, a lot of folks have come and go. I mean, uh, things happen in people's lives. Uh, they get new jobs, or they get married, or they get divorced, or decide to to go back to school or graduate from school, and then they move on. And so uh, it's like any other uh, group or organization: people moving. Uh, um, you know, we don't we have some of the same folk from the beginning, but not all the same folk. Yeah. And some people come in and do a lot for a year or two or three and then uh, something happens and they feel like they need to move on and go to, to their next um, episode. And But we're always glad to have had them here with us. Yeah. And so it'll happen to us all one day. All of us will move on to the next episode. Ooh, so. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, if we live long enough. Well, there you go.
0: There you go. And so, of course, the technology will change one day. You know, we may have put a a chip in our brains and we're going to do our shows. Uh, We won't need a studio. You know, we won't need a Mac. We won't need a mixing board. We won't need a tuner, you know. We'll we'll do everything from the chip they put in our brain. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So, uh, of course, how far away... I remember, uh, who was it, Google or somebody had the smart eyeglasses? Remember that it was a mm-hmm. thing for a while? I had the you, glasses. eyeglasses. And, uh, you know, you could access all this information just from the eyeglasses. Yeah. Yeah, I remember
2: that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know whether it came with it. Was it Google or Mac that was doing that? I'm not sure which one, but then they started trying to put it in car windshields. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just being such a distraction. <laughs>
0: Well, I understand that you know with, with the fighter jets now, uh, you know they have the quote-unquote heads-up display uh, on the fighter jets. I mean, once upon a time you go, you know, you go, you see the old fighter pilot movies, and they had all the dials, right? right. The analog dials and the and the stick. And then uh, we know, we know, we knew from Top Gun, the first Top Gun. Yeah, that's when we saw the heads-up display where they had all this information on on the. It's either in on your screen on your. Uh, on your yes. helmet yeah. or it's on the uh, uh, or they can put it on this on your cockpit screen or looking at the uh, you know it's a whole different display than the dials that they used to have which and the way they do it now is supposed to be better you gotta know what it all says though right. uh, but uh, so soon we'll have a but we don't know I mean this is uh, this is a mixture of old and new technology we have in the studio we have a, a, a old timey tuner uh, a mixing board from a uh, from like a band that you'd use to put on a, a and a and a Mac, and uh, we do radio from that. Hey, it's working, baby. This yes, the
1: main thing. <laughs> and, uh,
0: we do have a CD player and a copy machine. We couldn't get to work a printer that we couldn't get to work today, but we're gonna call somebody and make that work. Uh, so, but uh, uh, all right. Uh, an actual physical CD player that <laughs> some people may use. Uh, but probably a lot of people, uh, they use digital, uh, a digital file for their music. So, folks, again, this is On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, broadcasting from the top of the Building in Louisville, Kentucky. This is Forward Radio, 106.5 FM. Again, if you want to find out more about our station you would go to uh, forwardradio.org. And we're live streaming now, so if you click on a button, you can listen to us uh, anywhere in the city, anywhere in the state, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. So, folks, we've had some great guests, and we've had uh, Jerry Crowley and Runette uh, Bazell. So I want to thank them for being here with us. Thank you all. Thank you, Renette. Thank you. And thank okay. you, Jerry. Thank you, sir. And folks, we will be back next week on 106.5 FM.